Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. Hello and welcome to episode 98 of the Kaiju Cast. I had to think there for a second because I didn't write it up on the board. It basically just says nine. I know we're not at episode nine. We're at 98. 98. Almost the big 100. That's that's absolutely right, Jeff. And speaking of, Jeff is here. Hello, yes. kids. It's been a while. It's been a couple months, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. Uh, so uh, episode 98, which is the first episode for December 2013, and uh, basically, instead of having a special guest or, you know, special interview, we have a topic we're going to be covering, and that is the viral marketing and the trailer that was released for Legendary Pictures, Godzilla. Some big stuff. Definitely big. What bigger way to celebrate the start of this podcast than by playing a big song from a big American band? They're not really that big, but this American band called Zebrahead. Uh, this is a request for Chase, and this is Godzilla versus Tokyo.
been enlisted into a top-secret agency called Guts. You have access to the world's most advanced weapons and technology. Ultraman Tiga can't do it alone. He needs your help. I had that song in my head as I was driving to work the other day, and it was awesome. Uh, and that is the Ultraman Tiga theme song. But I played the U.S. version. That was for Ben. Hopefully, Ben, that was uh, that's cool with you because that's the version I wanted to hear. And that's also the version I happen to have. So, yeah, we started things off, of course, with the Godzilla vs. Tokyo from Zebrahead. Jeff, have you ever heard of Zebrahead before? I have heard of them, yes. Yes, I've heard of them. I think maybe one or two songs. I don't necessarily want to call them a one-hit wonder. It's an alternative band. that. Yeah. (laughs) Alternative. Such a good good wide variety of of music under alternative anyway so that was those are our two songs we'll be playing a little bit more a little bit later and uh jeff and i are going to talk about something very very interesting to all godzilla fans this week marked the very first launch of a godzilla viral marketing website and that is for actually you know what i take that back this is not the first launch of a viral marketing website for godzilla because the very first one, I think, would have been the Godzilla Encounter website. Because they were trying to do a viral thing with that, remember? Yes. Yeah, they had... Uh, so it's, but it's the first... Well, For the actual movie, yeah, I yeah. guess. Well, let's just say the launch of the Muto Research website. The first question is, what is Muto Research? Who knows? I know I don't know. But basically, you go to this website, mutoresearch.net, and you log in, which logging in essentially is just clicking on a button. And then you've got like this crazy hack screen thing going on where it shows you this scrolling information. And um, the most important part is that there is a, a prompt that says like a drive letter, kind of command line. Yes. Do you know much about programming, Jeff? No. Neither do I. Capital N. (laughs) I don't know that much. I don't know that much about programming in BASIC. I don't know about programming in uh, DOS or anything like that. So all of of this stuff was... (laughs) I'm not that kind of nerd. You're a geek. You're a geek. Yeah, I'm a geek. So, uh, but anyway, this this website, the Muto Research website, you could uh, type in stuff and it would spit information back out at you. And it's kind of funny because... You know, essentially, all they did was just show you this website. They're, they didn't even yeah. show it. I think basically Legendary Pictures posted on their Facebook and their Twitter pages. They're like, hmm, what is Muto Research? Or what are those Muto Research guys up to these days? And you go and follow the link, and it takes you to this website. And it's very well-designed. Nice grays and orange going on. and Nice uh, sound effects. As you can hear, there's some nice sound effects going on. And... Uh, you have the option to type in, you know, sort of a directory command to give you a list of files in a directory. You could open, say, more or play. Uh, you could actually connect your Facebook, Twitter, or Google Plus accounts, which I did that. Uh, you can also, there's a couple things that I don't understand, and maybe someday they'll make this more apparent. Uh, there's this thing called a network grid. It shows all these nodes, and it shows you. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. You've got, it's like all these nodes are connected, but they're all white, and your node is uh, orange and, yeah. and sort of 
blinking. It's cool, but I don't know what purpose it serves. I was I kept hoping someday for it to be like I would be looking at it at the same time of maybe like one of my friends on Facebook. Yeah. And then the two nodes would show up at the same time and maybe I could click on their node and see the information about them cuz the badge as silly as it is, it says hacker identity and tells you your name. Yeah. And actually, when they first started doing it, everybody was from Atlanta, Georgia. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so the very first time I did it, it said Atlanta. People were like, hey, I'm from Atlanta, too. And I'm like, funny thing is, I really did live in Atlanta for a little yeah, while. And it posts the picture to like whatever social network site you signed in. Through, right, right. right. Yeah. So it takes your profile photo and puts it into the, the hacker ID badge. I guess you could call it that. So do you want to talk a little bit about... like? When you type in certain words, what comes up? Actually, the first thing we should say is that when you first log into this website, and they launched it on... Uh, Monday, was that it? Or was it Sunday or something? You know, the funny thing is, I don't remember when they launched it. I could find that out if you, if you talk a little bit for me. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was at the beginning of this week. Only a few well, days if you before think about the it, launch of the trailer. I the, if you think about it, today is Wednesday, and the yeah. trailer launched yesterday, which is yeah. Tuesday. So I don't think it was. I don't think it was on on Monday. I it must it, have been over the weekend. Yeah, I thought it was only within a day or two of the trailer launch. It was. I that's. I was kind of surprised because I thought that there would be a little more time in uh, you know just learning how to how to play around with this thing. You know, and there's no secret to it. The Godzilla trailer has been been released. I mean, yeah. Like, what's the point of the Muto website now? That's that's sort of the question I have there. But yeah, I mean, essentially December eighth. So I guess that's Sunday. It was three days ago. Today's the eleventh. No, today's the tenth. Is it? Yeah, today's the tenth. Jeff has been locked in a room for uh, for a long time. It's Christmas season, right? So you guys are really busy. No, it's Wednesday, December 11th. Oh, yesterday was the 10th. Yeah. Hey, look at me. <laughs> Kyle's been the one who's locked in a room. You know what it is? I lost a day because, <laughs> because yesterday was the, the trailer release. And you just spent the whole day watching the trailer. The, uh, I didn't spend the whole day watching the trailer, but I did watch it a number of times yesterday, and I spent the a majority of my day like looking at the comments and reading, engaging in conversations online and so forth. Uh, so yeah, it's yeah, my bad. <laughs> Today's the eleventh, so yeah, it was the eighth. So that must it was over the weekend that it that it was launched. Anyway, so you can get onto this website and type in certain things, and uh, you know the funny thing to me is they just throw you there. Like they give you a, a few hints, like to type in these commands, and it mm-hmm. will tell you. You know, you could just type in that command; it'll tell you what's in there. But they had these little tiny videos that were not helpful at all. They would have like a little tiny clip. Did you watch any of those? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what is the, it's almost like, like, what's the point of this? (laughs) This is not helping me at all. It's not even a clip, really. It's just a shot, like a brief shot and a whole bunch of like garbled stuff. Kind of like when you were a kid, when you and I were kids and we would uh, try and watch the the channels that you you couldn't get. You were not allowed to watch. In the house. So, yes. Anyway, uh, aside from all that, they did have these commands that you could type in and hit enter. Uh, and I, I've noted a few of the interesting ones to me. For the record, uh, if you type in the actors' names in 
that are in the movie, like if you typed in Brian Cranston, mm-hmm. it would say, user not found, did you mean so-and-so? And it would have his character name on there. Yeah. Yeah. So the important one for, for uh, people like us, Godzilla nerds, is if you typed in Ken Watanabe, it said, user not found, did you mean Dr. Sarazawa? And a whole bunch yeah. of people went, what? So even though a lot of people already knew that, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they tried to keep it under wraps for a little while, but... Uh, also, if you type in the names of the crew from the Japanese movies, like Eiji Tsuburaya, Tomoyuki Tanaka, it comes back with a DNA identified or verified message. Uh, then, speaking of the Japanese movies, if you type in the names, here, let's do it right now. I'll tell you exactly what it says. Give me a monster. Look around this room and tell me a monster to type in. Let me get. Let me pick one right out of the top of my head. <laughs> Just use your line of sight. Mothra, how about? <laughs> oh, Jeff. Deliciously so, predictable. Yes. Uh, you type in Mothra, and it comes back with system cannot confirm or deny the existence of this life form. Yes. And I know a couple people had like lo- you know logged into this, and they typed in a monster like that just right off the bat, and they're like, "Oh my god, does that mean Mothra is going to be in the movie?" Yeah. But basically, it gives you pretty much the exact same response for every single kaiju monster tell our wonderful listeners about what comes up when you type in jet jaguar well actually i don't think i want to tell them because if you, you, you haven't already you want them yeah, to discover there's a there's a few there's a few things that i think you should type in uh if you have not visited this website and if you have visited it and you didn't do this i still want you to go out and do it there's a there's a few fun ones out there i'm just going to tell you the ones to type in and if you don't want to hear them then use your little uh scrubber to skip 15 seconds into the future uh, fun ones are Roar, Jet Jaguar, Gojira, yes. and Monster Zero. Those are the good ones. That Those are the ones that gave me the biggest nerd thrill, <laughs> I guess yes. you could say. As time went on, you could access more of these seriously uh, weirdly cryptid videos, and they had a total of five of them. After the third one, I started to be like, I don't know if I want to see these because I'm assuming it's just going to be a tiny shot from the trailer. Yeah, yeah. and that's exactly what it was. But. I'm, I'm assuming that as the months move forward here, that they will update this site. That's what I'm hoping because yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, it seems like a lot of work was put into it for it. Yeah, like, just for a trailer launch. Yeah, you would think yeah. this has to be the site that people go back to I would like more information over the coming months I would like that I'm surprised that uh, like I've sent Jeff a a link to a wiki essentially Mm -hmm. where someone had like cataloged all of the things that they know that you can type into this it was pretty cool I mean they basically had uh, some I don't know what was um, aside from giving away the ones that we already know were awesome were there any cool ones that you remember well I thought definitely the Gojira one was like pretty pretty yeah. sweet yeah you type that one in oh but, yeah. i've got one part of the virality of this the viral nature of this is the very first things that they linked to were fake news stories on like yahoo they were about some sinkhole so if you type in sinkhole it comes up with the yeah, response yeah, about that if yeah. you type in so if you type in keywords uh from those news stories like where the sinkholes are uh, it gives you some sort of weird, it's a cryptic message, but it, the general consensus is that it's a warning saying like, yes, we're investigating this or 
that's classified information or but it's basically these are like yeah. little clues and so I'm kind of hoping that eventually the hacking nature that they're sort of you know wanting you to hack into this and as uh, it reminds me of uh, the Matrix game that came out a long time ago you actually were supposed to hack it and the better you were at hacking it the further you would get in the game yeah this sort of reminds me of that and I kind of wonder like eventually are people going to tune into stuff and be able to like access more information i really hope so because i like viral marketing the very first one i ever remember hearing about was the ring oh yeah where they were leaving videotapes like out so you'd go walk by a bench and there'd be like a videotape on there and it would say like please watch this or something (laughs) and it would just basically be like the ring video yeah the the scary footage I thought that was really awesome. That was really cool. I know they did some really great stuff for Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else had some really good stuff? Uh, the I think the Dark Knight, the middle Batman movie, yeah, yeah. that had some really great uh, viral marketing as well. That was actually, that was like a, uh, you, I guess you could say it was like a game in a sense because it was like a scavenger hunt. They had these Joker phones. Anyway, uh, I think it's really cool that movies are doing that, and it's it. I think it pays off for a fan like myself yeah. when I see something like this, and I I type in something super obscure, but you know, obscure to the rest of the world, like Ganime from yeah. Yog Monster from Space, and it comes up with something instead of just being like, I don't know what you're talking about, you know? Yeah, it, not yeah. like it talks in a robot voice to you, but you know, like. <laughs> If it, you know, I think that's rad that someone went through and programmed all that stuff in there, and you could type in play the tra- of, play trailer, and it yeah. uh, it would say, "Did you really think it was going to be that easy?" Yeah, or spoilers is another one. Spoilers, yeah. yeah I'm kind of like, wondering if it, like, if I say now that the trailer has been released, if I say play trailer, if it's still going to give you the same message. Oh, it says run cipher executable to open. Interesting. But anyway, you can watch these five videos. The five videos weren't really that impressive, I thought, but it was it was kind of cool. I actually saw more people linking to them because they were essentially posted on YouTube yeah, yeah. with a user as a user that only had one video and they were unlisted, so you couldn't search for the videos. Uh, but once you had the video open, you could you could share that video with people, which I guess is kind of the nature of viral marketing anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's a great way to, you know, generate excitement. For sure, and, and and you know, word of mouth. Yeah, I was I was really happy with it, and like I said, I I just really hope that they continue to do stuff with it because we've got like five and a half months, mm-hmm. probably not even, probably five months. About five months. We got about now. five months before yeah. the movie is released, and I would really like to see more come out of this website. It's just a, it's an interesting thing, and the the fact that they put so much effort into the Godzilla encounter at San Diego Comic Con. That was a huge deal. I think that Legendary is really putting a lot of effort into this, and I I approve wholeheartedly. So what do you say, man? Let's play the trailer audio. Let's do it. From the very first official trailer of Godzilla 2014 from Legendary Pictures. Gentlemen, you are being sent in via Halo Jump. Now, I realize not all of you have had hands-on experience. Frankly, none of us have ever faced a situation quite like this one before. But I would not be asking any one of you to take this leap if I did not have complete faith in your ability to succeed. 
Your courage will never be more needed than it is today. think of that roar jeff i like it i totally dig it like i it's got the recognizable aspects of the the, original godzilla or you know one of the godzilla roars that we know because he's actually had like probably about 15 different roars and that's not saying like i kind of from different 15 different movies but like for one movie they'll have like four different roars that they make but you know but it's got the iconic scronk at the end Totally, yeah. You know, which I think is the most important part. Yeah, and I think that was one of the things, like, you know, I hate to bring up the 1998 film, but when they were advertising the 98 film, they had the Godzilla roar, and it was barely, barely altered when they were advertising it. So that was making a lot of people really excited because they recognized the roar. And, uh, I mean, this is, at least we've we've sort of seen what he kind of looks like in this trailer, which, again... Uh, for those who were not at San Diego, I really do want people to understand that what I saw at the Godzilla encounter really looked cool. And I know there are a lot of people that come, actually, Jeff probably doesn't know about this. There's a lot of people on the internet that complain about things. And Godzilla fans are not immune to that. So basically, there are a lot of people complaining about the Godzilla design, even though to me, this Godzilla looks like Godzilla. And when you really get down to brass tacks, I think it's quite a big difference from the American 1998 Zilla design that we saw. It's hugely different than, yeah, the, than the yeah. 98 Godzilla. I mean, this is this looks more like the traditional Godzilla that we all grew up with. Yeah, I just can't I mean, wait his to head see design his is full a little thing. Different. Yeah, I mean, his head design is the one noticeable aspect you can tell looks a little different around the brow and stuff. But, you know, we haven't not, not had a really good look at him yet. No, we haven't. And that's, um, you know, let's see. I think when I went down to San Diego, I was really under the impression, this was in uh, July, of course, I was really under the impression that they were going to reveal the monster. Mm-hmm. Like, we were going to walk out of there and it was going to be like, sweet, that's what Godzilla looks like. 
But once again, in in uh, in San Diego, we got a glimpse of things. If you were in the uh, Godzilla encounter, you got to see his head, yeah. and they were like, eh, "It's not the final design," which I don't care. I thought it looked awesome, and that's the you know Godzilla walking past the buildings thing. If uh, you were in the panel hall, you got to see the mood piece, mm-hmm. which there were parts of the mood piece used for this trailer, even though they were altered. Yeah. Uh, and then if you were in that that panel, you also got to see parts of Godzilla that were shown to people for the very first time. His foot smashing down on the ground, his uh, hide as he was rising up behind one of the uh, one of the monsters, the other monsters, which was weird because before the viral video, uh, the viral website went online, people were calling those mutos, M-U-T-O-S. Mm. So now it's kind of like, what is that? What is Muto? And I, yeah. I would guess it's like an organization that uh, is, I, well, I, actually what I guessed at first was that it was an organization that was actually creating these monsters through like DNA testing or something like that. Who knows now though? Um, but they've already given us more than the marketing campaign for the 98 Godzilla, which we saw like his foot. Right, and that was about it. Yeah, but it wasn't even his foot, right? Like, so the foot well, that like smashes through, through the the, the museum—that's yeah, sp- not the same foot that they had in the movie. So it was just like yeah. same kind of thing, placeholder, placeholder stuff. But yeah, I I honestly do, you know, I I still am tempering my excitement with caution, but I'm really excited for the film. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit more about in depth about the trailer itself. Right. So right before, like right when Jeff got over here, pretty much, we sat down and we watched the trailers. Uh, we watched both the mood piece, which was leaked, and uh, we watched the actual trailer, the official trailer as well. Now, Jeff, you had seen that before, right? The, the, the mood piece? I had seen the mood piece before, yes. Okay. So we don't need to get into that too much. But what were your initial thoughts? Let's do this like a Daikaiju discussion. What were your initial thoughts of why, when you watched the new teaser that was released? I was pleasantly surprised. My excitement level has risen quite a bit. I mean, I love the just the feel of the trailer. Okay. I mean, the initial reaction I get from this trailer um, is one of, you know, like kind of epicness. And it seems disturbing and scary. Yeah, definitely taking it back to a horror film. Yeah, totally. I mean, I totally yeah. feel like that, you know, like, you know, there's a lot of reaction shots of people with their mouths agape and, you know. Looking up. Yeah, and, you know, and the one shot we see of uh, Brian Cranston, you know, he's kind of like breaking up, you know, breaking down into tears. And just, I think, like, one of the more powerful shots is that shot of, of the train car completely smashed with all the bodies around there. Yeah, so the one thing we should say about that is there were three shots from the mood piece. Um, and I know not everyone has access to the mood piece and that uh, we're special here at the Gadgetcast HQ. But uh, the three shots are the crushed train, which I think was identical, maybe darkened up a little bit. Yeah. The second shot was the building that had the hole blasted through it. And I've seen a lot of people online like relate that to the 98 Godzilla where he's, uh, the, I think it's the MetLife building or something like that. He like busted through and, mm-hmm. you know, there's a big hole in the building. Yeah. Uh, I would say that instead of it being he busted through that building, he shot a hole through that building with his atomic breath. That's yeah. what I think. 
If that's going to be in the movie, that's what I think. And then the third, um, the third shot from the mood piece is the shot of Godzilla, through where he's through the dust and the yeah. smoke, and he's turning around. We talked about this with uh, with Joshua on the San Diego Comic Con wrap up episode, where basically it's just this amazing shot where there's this mass that you can't really see, and you you kind of think, oh, there's Godzilla, man, he's big, and then it gets closer and closer to the camera and you're like, that's just his hand. And then the camera, as he turns, he sort of like spins back to the camera a little bit and he's silhouetted by the the sunlight and and all the smoke and you see the spikes and he roars. Ah, I think it's great. I'm a big fan of the, the mood piece and I'm glad that this teaser has the mood piece aspects in it. At first I was a little disappointed because um, truth be told, a couple of months ago, this was like, I think, I want to say like a week after the mood piece, the high quality mood piece was leaked online and then subsequently liberated from its, <laughs> its entrapments by, by the internet. But basically, after that came out, someone actually had terrible, terrible shot on their phone version of this that they actually recorded. Mm-hmm. And... I was like, well, that's that's weird timing. It was an unfinished version of this trailer, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Did you you didn't see that, right? I did not. Yeah, I wish that I hadn't. I wish that I could go back and erase that because it was such a terrible viewing experience. I would never never do that to someone. <laughs> you know, one thing that I'm a little bit worried about as as the months progress here towards May of next year. Yeah, um, that they're going to probably release another trailer or two yeah and i'm a little bit apprehensive about like are you afraid they're going to start showing too much yeah to try and get more people in yeah i'm like that's what i mean that's what all american studios do now yeah yeah they try to show the best shots and everything in the in the trailer because once they you know they want to get as many people as possible to buy a ticket to the movie and i don't want too much stuff spoiled like, and I, we talked about this before when Pacific Rim is coming out and they had all these trailers coming out and all these scenes and all this stuff. After a while, I'm just like, it's too much. Yeah. I, and I'm afraid, I mean, they're probably going to do this. This is a huge movie for, for you know, Legendary and Warner Brothers. One of the beginning summer films are going to release. So, so the marketing push is going to be gigantic. Yeah, I agree with that statement So there's going to be an sure. onslaught of stuff. So it's going to be hard to... Plus, they're going to be competing with other films, and like one of the movies they're competing with, not directly from the timing of the release, but they're going to be competing with the new Spider-Man film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that it they were originally going to be competing with the Ninja Turtles movie, but that got pushed back. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, I it, here's what I would suggest, and you know, don't you know, take this with a grain of salt because I don't know what's going to happen in the next coming months, but. Be on the lookout for the next big trailer. I think the next big trailer is when we're going to see more of Godzilla, and they're going to show that he's fighting another monster, that there are other monsters in this. Because this is called the teaser trailer. Yeah, it's the official, it's the first official trailer, teaser. So, so, and this is a long teaser trailer. It's like mm -hmm. two and a half minutes. Sometimes teaser trailers are like a minute or something like that. So the next trailer is probably going to be another two and a half minutes, and they're probably going to show maybe a few of the similar scenes but then a whole lot more. Yeah, I think there'll be I think there will be quite a bit. I don't think that they're going to have that halo jump in there. Yeah, I heard, I heard Now I want to talk about the halo jump for a second cuz one of the criticisms that I saw 
about this uh, this teaser trailer is that people are like, oh, why are those guys jumping out of the plane? Like, that's not how you attack Godzilla. Here's what I think. Well, first off, I have to say, uh, without looking it up, I believe Halo means high altitude, low opening. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong about the the last two letters. I'm probably wrong about the last letter. Uh, but basically, the halo jump is not usually used for um, for attacks. It's usually used to deliver supplies, and it's used for reconnaissance. I think this is a reconnaissance mission. I think these guys are going into San Francisco because that's where that's where Godzilla has destroyed, mm-hmm. and. I, you know, if I had to guess, I'm going to say they're looking for one of the scientist guys or they're looking for something that's, you know, that they need to take back to, to the military to, to figure out how to beat Godzilla, which hopefully they can't beat Godzilla. I think it's a fantastic opening, though, for the teaser trailer. Oh, yeah, for sure. It piques your interest immediately and just the little reveal of Godzilla that you see, you know, when that one halo, you know, when the one jumper is... Um, Breathing heavy and, you know. Yeah, I guess, I'm guessing that's Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, heading towards the, you know. Where he's breathing real heavy. Yes, kind of yeah. like we all were while watching the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> There's, You know what I didn't know before this week, which makes me seem like an old man. So, you know what I didn't know before this week was that people actually film themselves watching something for the first time and then reacting to it. And put that on YouTube. That's the narcissistic youngsters of today. I was shocked. Like, I I saw something called reaction video, and I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. So this guy is, I thought it would be like, so I just watched the blah, 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 and here are my thoughts about it. Yeah. No, it's a dude sitting in front of a screen you can't see, and all you can see is his reaction. Like, I want to sit there and watch some guy sort of like, mugging for the camera yeah well there's like one of the biggest things was you know the big game of thrones red wedding thing people videotape themselves watching that episode did they really yeah and all the reactions of people like gasping and screaming and fainting and stuff over the, you know and they post it this is me what so they film themselves watching every tv show they watch i guess oh my gosh they're watching hollywood square i guess hollywood squares is not a tv show anymore not That's anymore dating myself <laughs> Do they don't watch that anymore? It's not. It's not on. on I don't on the Television. I don't know. Maybe they're watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, or you know, or American Idol, or something like that. And I was right. High altitude, low opening. All right. Booyah. Anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, it's. I I agree with you that this is basically, it's to get you hooked in. Mm-hmm. If you don't know it's a Godzilla trailer. You're like, what are these guys jumping into? Yeah. And if you can recognize San Francisco, I would imagine you'd be like, why is San Francisco burning? Another criticism I saw online was saying, oh, there wouldn't be that much smoke and debris if San Francisco was burning. And I was like, first off, how would you know? You see, that's <laughs> that's, hate, that's internet bitching is what that is. Haters going to hate. Haters going to hate. I don't like it. It's like nitpicking. Yeah. It's yeah. just like... Come on. I thought it was a great trailer. Yeah. I thought it was a fantastic trailer. And even even if you don't like the design of Godzilla, I would hope that you could watch something like that and enjoy it for the suspense and the uh the atmosphere that it's producing. Yeah. I mean I, I appreciate the fact that it feels epic and it feels very dead serious. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, which is I think refreshing. I wonder if they're gonna have any 
humor in it at all because the 98 Godzilla film, and I hate to compare it to it because it's, we haven't seen anything really yet, but the 98 Godzilla film was the entire thing was tongue in cheek. Mm -hmm. You know, like it was this sort of, I actually, I didn't hate when I saw it in the theater. I understand like that's actually kind of a nineties humor style is this sort of like, it's a serious movie with the humorous backbone going yeah. through it. Independence, they had the same thing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I don't feel any sense of uh, of humor in this at all. And yeah. I think that they're going to have to have some kind of I mean, yeah, lightning a little of bit the of, mood every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, levity. But it's just like maybe the characters, you know... Audiences are leaving the theater in drones and jumping off bridges. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I just like it's it's taking it back and I know Gareth Edwards has been saying this for a long time he's sort of taking it back to Godzilla being a serious you yeah. know serious business kind of thing and I appreciate that of course I've said it before and I'll say it again the first Godzilla movie is not my favorite because I like my Godzilla movies to be fun yeah. but people who are complaining about that aspect of it. They're like, oh, Godzilla's not supposed to be serious. He's supposed to be goofy and campy and fun. That's not going to work into, you know. Are, yeah, it would never work. That, it would never work here. Yeah, that's not going to work. In and when was the last per time one of those people actually saw an actual Godzilla film? Like, sure, the Millennium Series had some fun moments in it, mm -hmm. but for a majority of the time, the Millennium Series was a pretty serious... Yeah. They were pretty serious mm -hmm. attempts at, at making the films. This feels, you know, a lot like, I mean, kind of like Cloverfield, which is dead serious. Yeah. A lot of life no. and death. I mean, I thought Cloverfield was... I'm going to disagree with you just because even though the story... You might actually have been getting to this. I might just be cutting you off, so I apologize in advance. But like... You are. Am, <laughs> no, I'm sure I am, actually, now that's now that I'm saying it out loud. Uh, Cloverfield was dead serious, but your cameraman was there to provide the humor. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't, you know, nothing was tongue-in-cheek in Cloverfield. The situation was dead serious. That's true. The situation the was dead serious. was the, the one who was, yeah. you know, pr providing the uh No, I'll, I'll agree with that for sure. Comedy relief. So is there anything that happened in this trailer that, uh, anything at all that made you skeptical of the production? No. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm, uh, not, I'm not saying I'm 100% sold, but what I've seen so far, I'm pleased with. Okay, so here's a question for you. Uh, before anything happened, before the mood piece, before uh, the announcement of who was directing it, when the very first announcement came out, Legendary Pictures is making a brand new Godzilla film, what was your reaction? My reaction was, okay, that's cool, but... You know, I wasn't like, oh, this is going to be great. I was skeptical. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, well, there's a whole lot of different ways that, you know, this could go. And I was actually skeptical. Will this actually ever really be done? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I think, I think we, we had a lot of moments like that that were kind of like, there, there was a lot of like stop and goes there. Yeah. It was, uh, so, like a, so and so is working on the screenplay. Yeah. And then now oh, so and so is working on the yeah. screenplay. Yeah. And then for a while it was like, who do they have to direct it? And then it was like, who's going to be in it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then when they cast Gareth Edwards, I think everybody was kind of like the guy who's done one small 
low budget film. Yeah, I still have is, that. It's uh, going to be in charge of this gigantic budget studio summer project. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I still have that reservation. I guess you could say. I mean, for me, the uh, it's hard to say uh, how I really feel about it because it's going to take too many words. But the gist of it is that I part of me just feels like they should have chosen somebody else. I hate to say that because ever since they announced that it was him and he started talking about it, like the first couple of interviews were really, they were actually kind of boring. He was like, oh yeah, my first, my favorite movie is the first one. And I'm like, no, well, thank you for acknowledging the first film. That's great. But is that really your favorite movie? And so, but then the more that he's talked about it, the more he's been interviewed and man, hopefully I get an interview with, with him someday. Uh, hopefully before the film comes out, who knows, but the more he talks about it, the more hope I have for the production. That's not really something that I felt with the 1998 film. Now, this could all go to hell and it could be a total terrible movie. I mean, it could, it could be something that I walk out of the movie theater and we, uh, immediately go record our Daikaiju discussion and we rail on it the entire time. I really hope it doesn't go that way. I hope it's a great movie. Um, I'm not hoping that it has sequels. I, I think I might be kind of like in the minority when it comes to that. I'm not the same thing for Pacific Rim. I'm not looking at Pacific Rim and thinking, ah, oh, Pacific Rim 2 is going to be great. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really care so much about a sequel aspect of it. Like, I don't really think we need to be thinking sequels for Godzilla. Yeah. I mean, I want a good first movie. If the movie is, you know, let's say the movie is awful in the yeah. fact that we don't like it. Right. But it makes a lot of money and they decide, oh, we're going to make a sequel. You know, that's yeah. going to be like a big, like, uh, yeah, that's going to get, I, mean, a lot I just of, want a lot this movie to be good. Yeah. It's, you it, know? I really hope it is. And, you know, there's some people out there that, that, uh, that share our sentiment. There's a lot of people out there that share our sentiment and really want it to be good. You know, uh, the Kaiju cast has a Tumblr page. And so they're the people that I follow on Tumblr are very Kaiju centric in their postings. And it's been very interesting reading the reactions. I think a lot of those guys, not a lot of them specifically, there's a, there's a poster whose uh, screen name is astounding beyond belief. Mm-hmm. And his, what he's been doing is I think he's been searching Godzilla and then when somebody responds about the trailer with some snark, mm-hmm. he's basically he reblogs it with his own like retort at the at the end, and he's been doing a great job. You should check it out. I you know what I should put a link in the show notes to Astounding Beyond Belief's Tumblr feed or however you say that as well. Because you think about okay, the vast majority of the movie going public when this movie comes out probably has never seen. A Godzilla film. Before. Oh my gosh! I would imagine a vast majority of them have, uh, have they, only they've heard, heard of, Godzilla. of Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, Godzilla, the name. I mean, everybody knows. You know, or so. they know about the American version that came out, which yeah, and even though that that's 15, 16 years ago now, by the time this comes out. Yeah, but I think I know. think you are going to get people that go to this Godzilla movie and they'll be like, I love the 1998 version. You know, yeah. actually, sidebar. Quick, funny aside, I cannot tell you uh, how many people I've seen refer 
to the 98 version as Godzilla 2000. Like, that's what they just call it. They say, oh. they say, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember when Godzilla 2000 came out. And it's like, I don't, like, you're confusing that with another movie because yeah. you never, you're not talking about the one with the man in the suit. Yeah, yeah. So they're talking about... They're they're the, talking about the 98 film. Yeah, but the Roland Emmerich film. They're mis, misnaming it. They're okay. they're calling it the, the 2000 film. Yeah. Anyway. Are they even aware that there is a Godzilla 2000? That's what I'm saying is like, I don't think they are. Like, Godzilla 2000 is definitely sort of like, if you were looking at a list of films and it went Godzilla and then Godzilla 2000, and you know you had only seen the American one, you'd probably be like, oh, yeah, it's probably around 2000. If you weren't like a movie buff or a massive Godzilla nerd like, yeah. like myself. But if you're a massive Godzilla nerd, you wouldn't be saying, I've only seen one film. Uh, anyway, I think that's pretty much all I have to say about the film. Do you have any final thoughts about, not the film, but the trailer? Yeah, uh, not really. I I, I'm looking I forward to the, to the next version, uh, like the, the, next the actual version. trailer trailer, whereas this was technically a teaser. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised the next trailer comes out like maybe February or March. We'll probably get like a, you know, the official trailer number one or whatever they call it. Yeah, so let's think about that in terms of Pacific Rim's dates, right? So Pacific Rim came out in July. This one comes yeah. out in May. So yeah. two months before Pacific Rim would have come out if they had come out in the same year. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Uh, so, what you've got is you. We had several trailers appear for Pacific Rim. I'd say about four months prior, and there were at least I want to say there were at least two trailers, and then the WonderCon footage. Because I remember there being that WonderCon footage. That's the last one that I was like, nope, I don't need to see any more trailers after that. Like you showed me everything I need to see, yeah. and you've already started to tell me. Too much. A, a little bit too much. What I thought was too much. But I, I think I think that the next trailer, maybe the next two trailers, are going to be really good. And that's what they... I think that Legendary needs to show Godzilla a little bit more, and they need to show the other monsters. Because that's that has been something that I've seen a lot of people say, is like, why do we have to see Godzilla fighting Ameri- you know, finding the military again? And it's... It's. I think it's important to realize that it's not just Godzilla and the military. It's Godzilla, the military, and there's other monsters involved. How many monsters do you know? Uh, I don't know, but I know that you see one in the mood piece. In the mood. No, no, no. Well, that I think I don't think that's going to be in the movie. The, you don't? No, I don't. That dead one. I'm not positive, but okay. The one that you saw, if you were at San Diego and waited overnight <laughs> to go see the uh, Godzilla panel or the legendary panel. Uh, you would have seen a crazy insectoid monster with like long legs. I don't even know how to describe it. I actually drew a picture of it mm-hmm. and sent it to uh, Mike Keller, who drew his own version. And I was like, this is what I saw. And so we, we sort of compared. Anyway, uh, that's that's all I had to say about the trailer, the teaser trailer. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a cool build up. It was really awesome to see Godzilla trending on Twitter. It was awesome to look at Facebook and have like, 40 of your friends mentioned Godzilla you know, yeah. as, as you're looking through. Uh, but we are going to take a quick break and we're going to play Godzilla versus Destroyers main title. But this is not the actual one from the movie. This is from a, a CD called Godzilla Movie Mania. I should probably have checked that out before we started, but it doesn't matter. It's a little bit different.
United Nations reporter Eric Carter with the news. The world is stunned to discover that prehistoric creatures exist in the 20th century. The armies have been alerted as we wait for more news from Japan. So just a quick aside, that was called Monster Mania, music from the classic Godzilla films, 1954 to 1995. Uh, yeah, so, news. Not a ton. We just pretty much covered the major news in the trailer and the, the viral marketing for this movie. But Sci-Fi Japan, our good friends at Sci-Fi Japan, they have high-res photos from Legendary Pictures Godzilla release, basically... I want to say three or four photos, and they've got the trailer up on their website. But you know what, Jeff? We have the trailer up on our website, too. Nice. Uh, but, you know, if you want to see the high-res photos from that, there's like a poster image, and I think there's three stills from the film. Those are on there as well. You know, um, speaking a little bit about just kind of like the marketing that will be happening here in the next couple months, um, you know, Toy Fair will be happening in February. Mm-hmm. Do you think... They were going to get, I assume somebody's going to have the toy license for this film. Yeah, Bandai has the toy license for the film. So I assume they're going to, you know, want to show, unless they're going to show the monsters oh. and, and, and say no, you know, no photography or something like that. But, you know, pictures are going to start leaking out, I assume, by then of Godzilla. And if they decide to make toys or figures of the other monsters, they are making toys and figures of the other monsters. I, you know, I had not thought about Toy Fair. I'm glad you brought that up. As a toy collector, I should have thought about that. Yeah, Toy Fair, that's where they reveal a whole bunch of stuff. And yeah. uh to be honest, like I don't think that uh no photography thing works very well. Yeah, I mean, especially nowadays with all everybody's got tiny computers and cameras in their yeah. pockets, you know, yeah. at all times. You're not going to be able to I mean, I would say you're not going to be able to stop it getting out. Right. So you might as well release high res Good quality images. Yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, I would imagine actually, it's it's not too far off to imagine that both Godzilla and the monsters might not actually be revealed until Toy Fair. Yeah, just speculation, folks. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see a trailer, another like you know the official like. Oh yeah, yeah, bigger trailer, big trailer around that time. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows at this point? I know there's a lot of stuff that you did not see in the in the teaser that they showed in the San Diego teaser. Mm-hmm. So the all the airport stuff. So anyway, that's the first bit of news. So go check out Sci-Fi Japan for the three images that they have up there if you want to. Also, speaking to uh uh, American toy properties having the Godzilla license back in the 90s when Trendmasters had the toy license. Did you pick up any of those figures when you were, when they were out? I have a lot of them still in, pa- in boxes. The, like actual, the movie ones or the actual like Japanese style figures? They're more like the movie ones. The ones that were released like at KB Toys. Yeah. They yeah. Had, like a whole bunch. They had but, Godzilla and they had like Godzilla Wars or something else. They called it like another series but like the the ones with the monsters yeah. godzilla rodan mothra yeah, yeah yeah you have those boxed have some of those in packages yeah interesting i wonder how much they'd go for on the old ebay i've looked days. i've looked a little bit because they used to they, they released kind of bigger monsters which i think were like six inch then they had like these little series of like godzilla versus mecha godzilla which were like yeah they come in two like three inch figures yeah. yeah yeah so i have i have quite a few of those well, not only did they release figures, but they also had commercials on, you know, online. Oh my gosh. 
how old am I actually? On the TV, on the television. <laughs> and so some of those have been uh, encoded into a digital format, and now they are available on the internet. Saiva Japan has posted 10 commercials for ten- Trendmasters figures, varying from the Godzilla and the Godzilla Wars line with mm-hmm. the, the classic Toho monsters and uh, and up through their 98 Godzilla stuff too. Also on SciFiJapan.com, if you are not aware of it, last year there was a TV show called Neo Ultra Q. So Ultra Q was relaunched as a brand new series, and they shot 12 or 13 episodes or something like that. Not that many. It's just basically one season's worth of, of episodes. They are being screened in theaters. A select group of those are being screened in theaters in Japan, unfortunately, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in Japan, check out the article on sci-fi-japan.com. And, uh, and if you're interested in going to see that, I know I totally would go see those in the theater if I had the chance to. Yes. Ultra Q, definitely one of my favorite things that, uh, has ever been produced from the Japanese sci-fi world. The tokusatsu world, I should say. Anyway, uh, that does it for our news. A little housekeeping stuff going on here. We have some new members of the Kaiju Corps. I cannot remember how long ago I actually announced the last people, so we're going to start with Jace Short, Michael Benjamin, Herman Atencio, Allison Fay, and Joe Rodney have all joined the ranks. If you want to become a member of the Kaiju Corps, go to kaijucast.com slash support. Simply choose your subscription level. Uh, and it is a subscription, but it's a yearly subscription. So if you join now, it's not monthly. It's just one of those things where... In a year, PayPal will automatically charge you. If you, for some reason, hate us and don't want to subscribe to the next year, you can always cancel that subscription. You just have to go into your your subscriptions in PayPal. Anyway. And there's a lot of nice goodies. There are. And actually, speaking of the nice goodies, I should let everybody know that the patches have been ordered. They should be here before our emergency broadcast. So we'll be able to see them in person. And then uh, the next item is to order the lanyards and then the the rest of the things. So I'm, I'm sort of on a continual ordering cycle with this stuff. I didn't want to order the next thing until the patches were actually going to be here. They actually should have been here like two weeks ago. So I'm kind of holding off. But I found the place to do the lanyards. And, uh, and then the next is sticker packs. And then the next is prints. And yeah, it's just basically a domino effect. Got to do one after the other. Uh, what else did I want to say about the Kaiju Core? Joining the Kaiju Core actually helps the Kaiju cast out. It's not so that I can buy more toys, although if you were in this room, you'd probably have a hard time believing that. It's so that we can upgrade our equipment. Right now, we have two fairly nice microphones. Only two. Jeff's using one. I'm using the other. Uh, I would love to upgrade that to four. I would love to get some more equipment. I'd love to help travel. We're going to be talking about some travel in just a minute. And uh, yeah, I'd love to be at uh, at more shows. You know what I would really love, Jeff? What would you love? Someday, I would love to have my co-hosts come out to G-Fest with me to do the live podcast. Yes, I would I would love to do that. Would that not be amazing? That would be incredible. Listeners, would that not be amazing and incredible? It would. That's the answer. So anyway, we are, uh, we're going to move along from the KaijuCast support page. Uh, but check that out if you're interested in uh, supporting what we do. It's a great way to help the Kaiju cast get places. Where are we going, Jeff? Well, next month, <laughs> January, you... January 2014, 
is the Portland Comic Con, Wizard World Comic Con, happening. What is it? January twenty fourth th- through the twenty sixth. That is correct. Fourteen yeah. at the um, Portland Convention Center. Yeah, the technically it's the Oregon Convention Center. Oregon yes. Convention Center. But the Portland Comic Con it's happening. That's a Wizard World uh, event, and there's going to be uh, several guests there that I'm interested in interviewing. Yeah, they have a lot of fantastic guests. Yeah, I got my fingers crossed that uh, they'll hook me up with the press pass because they did last year, and uh, I will go. And my goal is to interview. Well, I don't want to say who it is because I don't. If it doesn't happen, I don't want everybody to be yeah. disappointed. But that's uh, January. February. This is actually really important, and I've got the page open right here so that I can spill all the details. Haruo Nakajima, the original Godzilla from 1954 through 1972, is going to be at Kirk Von Hammett's Fear Fest Evil from February 6th through February 8th in San Francisco, California. And Kirk Von Hammett is otherwise known as Kirk Hammett, lead guitarist. For Metallica. Yeah, Metallica. Yes, for who, and he's a giant horror monster fanatic. You know, I was a huge Metallica fan as a kid. I want to say, uh, I was telling Lady Kyle earlier this week that when I was in high school, I listened to three bands, and one of those bands was Metallica. Metallica, Glenn Campbell, and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 you know, I saw Meta- and Zamfir. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Metallica like at least four or five times. Yeah, from like eighty nine to about ninety two. Was that when you were living in Sacramento? That was when I was living in Sacramento and San Jose. Well, right on. I remember I saw a fantastic show in in Oakland, California, where they were the headliners, included like uh, Queens Rike and uh, Faith No More. Ooh, nice, yeah, nice. It was, a, it was a great show. Yeah, I saw them a lot, too. And anyway, I don't need to get into it too much. But what yeah. I was going to say is I remember from back in the day, uh, almost whenever there were, like, individual photos of the individual uh, musicians in the band, mm-hmm. the picture of Kirk Hammett was him holding up a famous Monsters magazine yes. or in his room with, like, magazines yeah. all around him and stuff. And, and, I mean, for our listeners who don't know, he has a book that was published earlier this year called... Um, too much horror business, which is basically this gigantic book, coffee table book, with all his personal collection, and he has a incredible collection of old masks, toys, original art, and even costumes worn by like you know Bela Lugosi, Boris Karloff, and I guess some of those items will be at the Festival of Fear in San Francisco. Yeah, I'm not sure how he's going to do that, but he's giving. Like tour, personalized, personalized tours, tours yeah, yeah. Or something like that of, of his huge collection. Yeah, I actually. Uh, so anyway, they've got uh, Haruo Nakajima, who played Godzilla. They've got Satoshi Bin Furuya, who I've actually already met twice, but I've never interviewed him. So yes. I've I got my fingers crossed, you guys, that I'm going to be able to interview uh, both of these guests. I just need to find a translator, somebody who can hook me up in San Francisco. If you know somebody, please let me know. Anyway, uh, those, those guys, amongst other people, check out fearfestevil.com. There will be a link in the show notes to that website, uh, to check that out. Basically, the guy organizing the appearance. And oh, I should say, this is probably my only opportunity to meet Haru Nakajima in person because I've missed out on all the other, uh, opportunities and he's kind of getting up there in age. So 
And I think when he sh- when they shot Godzilla, I think he was already 40 or something like that. Maybe a little bit younger. But essentially, he probably will not be traveling to the United States very much longer. So, yeah, so you got to take advantage of these opportunities when they come up. So I'm taking it, man. I'm going. I've got to go to this show. Yes. Uh, and I will hopefully be there. Yeah. The I got my fingers crossed that we might be able to get a table. Kaiju cast table at, at Fear Festival. I think it could be a good thing. Yes. So... Because 2014 is going to be a huge year for Godzilla. Huge year for the Kaiju cast, too, man. Yeah. <laughs> wait till, gonna, wait till gonna, we gonna, announce be, everything during gonna the be, uh, live you're gonna broadcast. You're going to be jet-setting yeah. around the United States this coming year. Yep. Yep. Hopefully, I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, interviews and, and going. I am going to be flying quite a bit this next year. Anyway. Uh, we're going to move on to our next uh, next item, which I guess the next thing we should talk about is in March is Emerald City Comic Con. And I don't really have much to announce there uh, except for the fact that I've put in a panel request. So if you're in the Seattle area and you're interested in uh, in seeing someone talk or a bunch of people talk about Godzilla in a formal setting, it's not that formal, it's casual, but uh, it's that, that the Emerald City Comic Con, that I believe is the last weekend in March. Yes, and hopefully they will let us know soon if they've accepted the p- panel proposal. Yeah, I hope so, because I would love to tell people for certain that it's happening or not and and announce who's going to be on the panel with us. Yeah, because uh, we've got some great panelists joining us. Diehard kaiju fans, too, not uh, not some wishy-washy celebrity who may or may not have seen one Godzilla movie in their life. You know, like that last problem I had. I'm just kidding. That never happens. Uh, anyway... That's all we have for our events going on. Remember, if you want to send in your Daikaiju discussion for Atragon, do it before December 23rd. Do uh, you have anything else you need to add, Jeff? I don't think so. All right. So if you found the KaijuCast through iTunes or some other podcast directory, make sure you point your web browser to KaijuCast.com. There's an episode list. There's a Daikaiju discussion list. We have links to all of our social media networks. Please join us on those social media networks if you are part of those social media networks. And links to the commentary page. Uh, There's also a contact page. I'm terrible about contacting people. Speaking of, I really need to contact all the brand new uh, <laughs> Kaiju Core members. Um, I apologize in advance. No, not in advance. That would be apologizing in advance to people who want to contact me now. <laughs> I apologize yes. very much for my Kaiju Core. I care about the Core, and I have just been super busy recently. Terrible well, excuse, I know. That's right. We'll get a hold of you sooner rather yeah. than later. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, check us out on kaijucast.com. Please subscribe via iTunes or whatever your favorite podcatcher is. If you're on iTunes, oh my gosh, please write us a review. Tell us how much you love us. Uh, those things really help in the ratings, I think. And um, I would definitely like to see the KaijuCast be a little bit more of a force for awesomeness this next year. Not saying that we haven't been trying a lot, but uh, 2014, like we're saying, big year for Kaiju, big year for Godzilla. Hopefully a big year for the Kaiju cast. We are going to close out the show with uh, two songs. The first of which is from an artist named Susumu Ishikawa. And Jeff, I want you to listen to this song very carefully because it's called Go Go Godzilla. But this is not a, a new song. This is a very old song. And it's very interesting. And then after that, we've got the uh, Gamera stuff from MST3K to close out the song. We'll see you later this month for the Daikaiju discussion of Atricon Jamata.
さ知ってるさ誰でも知ってる知ってるさギョロギョロメンタマでかいしっぽ見かけはちょっきり怖いけど本当はみんなと仲良くしたいおんりゃがこちらおんりゃがこちらこちらかどちらかどちらかどちらかみんなの友達だ「ごめんなさい」「大きな体でごめんなさい」「なんでもかんでも壊してゆくが」「それでも地球は大好きだ」「地球のためなら戦いますよ」「んりゃあこちら」「どちらかどちらかどちらかどちらかみんなの友達だ」